Cardboard Nation. Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, my partner, my friend, my big guy in crime. We do a lot of crimes together. Ivan Lovegren. <laughs> What's going on, dude? The only crime is this haircut. Um, I still can't get over. It was for charity. I still can't get over how like normal and 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 good you look. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I do have a little beef though, just in general with the bald hair crowd, Rob. Uh oh. Um, and that's that's this thing where everybody says, "Oh, it's so much easier." And no offense to anybody out there that's balding, but I'm starting to think that's an excuse that the balding use. Because before I would literally just like jump out of the shower, do this and be fine. Do you know how hard it is to like every two days rebick this? Well, you have to make it's a lot of work. You have to make the decision, though. Are you going to grow your hair out? Well, I am going to grow it back, but I did want to like at least do one round of keeping it clean. You know, I figured give the people their money's worth. Okay. So, yeah, you, but but again, I I was I was going to fix it like this morning, and I'm like, oh, it's a lot of work. I'm running late. It takes like 12 minutes to reshave your head, unless I'm unless I'm doing yeah. Put that wrong. bick away, dude. So put put the bick away yeah. and um, just prepare for some uh, an awkward journey. All right. All right. Well, that being said, it is going great. Uh, Rob, have you seen quick diversion? We're going to jump in. It's going to be a good show tonight. But have you seen how crazy the hobby has been lately? And I'm not just talking eBay sold prices, which I know I talk about a lot. Literally this week, ESPN and Sports Illustrated both had articles on baseball cards and sports cards. It's it's just Absolutely. insane, right? No, it's it's, it's crazy. It's everywhere. It's awesome. Soup hobby is booming. Yep. If you told me three years ago that would be the case, I mean, I love the hobby, but soup plantation. I I hear you. Well, listen, speaking, speaking of trading cards, let's dive back into it right away with our poll. And I want to give complete hat tip uh, credit to... Uh, Blowout Buzz, who I blatantly stole and repurposed this question from. Yeah, because I thought it was really good. And he, he did it with a different some different numbers. So the question uh, for the GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll is, if you had your choice between one $500 box of trading cards or five $100 boxes, which would you choose? And so far, leading the way with 116 votes, still two hours left to go, 72.4% of you saying, give me the five boxes. Yeah. I like it. Is that what, That's is that what you voted for? That's what I voted for. Um, but I also, I like it as a reflection of um, just sort of what the collectors that watch the show prefer. Uh, I did retweet it, so hopefully it got a really big audience as well as, you know, the the GTS audience. But I know that usually a good chunk of the voters are our actual show viewers. And I like that. I like knowing that you guys collect that style versus just chasing big hits in one big box. That being said, Rob, 
it's a lot of fun opening a five hundred dollar box if it's somebody else's money, especially. Well, yeah, I, I am obviously uh, the yin to your yang because uh, yeah, I voted give me the five hundred dollar box all day every day. <laughs> now, how much of that's a function of the fact, though, that you actually get to open those on a semi-regular basis, thanks to Panini, Upper Deck, Top supporting our show with them? Uh, you know, like, have you gotten spoiled? Is um, that what's going I, on here? I think that if I had the discretionary money to still be spending in the hobby the way you do, that that would be what I would be geared towards. Yeah. The way I do. <laughs> I just said that I would do the five $100 boxes because I'm over here buying. Blasters you're buying blasters. You're buying <laughs> Diego Rossi cards. You're you're buying stuff all yeah, the time. I got time. a Diego Rossi card for for three Diego Rossi card. And the other one that I got today was a 99 center. I can't tell you. Where I can't that? honestly tell you the last single trading card I bought. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I can. Hold on. Where did my 99 center go? Oh, Young Gun. Yeah, shipped in a plane white off. Young Guns of Kirby Doc and Dominique Kubelik. Those. Uh, okay, but but what was the last box you bought uh, to open for yourself? Let's see. It's probably still sitting here. Um, <laughs> opened or unopened? Uh, uh, unopened. Um, yeah, there's a box of. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming over there that I still have to open. When was that from? I don't know. When did the when did it come out? <laughs> well, that's why I had to ask because sometimes those products come out like six months after the movie. Sometimes they come out before it, you know, depending on which movie, film, product. Yeah, this was definitely after. Uh, I know that. Yeah. Oh, I think I also so. bought, I th no, more recently, uh, Compendium Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So... Yeah, that's a super new product. So I'm like, yeah. So so I feel like you buy less singles but open more packs than me, though. I could be I wrong. think that's just because you watch me do it all the time. Well, no, but you're saying, like, you've got boxes of packs to open over there. I barely have any boxes of packs to actually open. Yeah, I even have a couple boxes of Hunger Games over here. What else is there? I do have. Some. I have an ind I have an indie racing the box. Child of Cause see, sometimes I'll pick things off in the Black Friday sale from uh, uh, Blowout, mm -hmm. but then they just then they just sit there. I should open. I've got, I've got one of these. What do you got there? Oh, it's the uh, Project Twenty Twenty Ichiro from Ben Baller card number cool. one. I bought two of them. I sold one for $100 and planned to keep the other one because um, I've known about Ben Baller for 12 years. I'm friends with his cousin, worked with her for a while. And now it's like a $500 well, I was card. Actually, I was actually I going to buy know. a Panini Instant card of that new Bears tight end from Notre Dame, Clement. But I, I was like, I loaded it into my cart and went to the checkout, and it was going to be like $18.76, including shipping. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm not buying this. I'll hit you up when mine arrive, and I'll PWE you one. <sighs> I mean, I couldn't. I was like, I can't. I, the shipping is as much almost as the price of the card. I can't justify that. 
Yeah, so that's the thing is if you buy so much, you get free shipping. But you have to buy so much. So I'm, I do make it a point. So I do buy quite a bit of stuff um, to flip right now because I'm bored at home. Yeah, I suppose but, I so should. Here's my I conundrum, Rob. Here's here's a, actually another question. You can make it the poll question next week if you want, or we can do it as a poll right now. What happens when you buy a $20 card for your PC and somehow through completely inexplicableness it becomes a $500 card? Do you sell it or It's like legit it? <laughs> for your PC? Like Yeah, like so that's what I was saying was Ben Baller is uh, I've known about him for a while he's my friend's cousin so i wanted this ichiro for my pc but then overnight it shot up to a 500 dollars card and so now i'm like well do i just sell it and wait two years and buy it back for less or what like i don't know what do you do mm. do you see it, it could sustainably be a 500 hundred dollar card for the next 10 years or do you think that it'll come back down yeah, I and i should come back down So you're, you would not think no, I'm a I hypocrite wouldn't. if I sold it right now. I mean, we know I'm a hypocrite, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm more of... I mean, what happens when you have... What happens when you spend several hundred dollars on a card for your PC and then a whole bunch of the similar ones get made by another company years later and the one that you bought goes down in value exponentially? <laughs> You're just stuck, right? And that's why I'm not going to fill in the blank here. All right. Well, 116 of you voting in the poll. Go ahead and chime in. We'll update that periodically. But let's shift gears, take a look at some news notes and nuggets happening in the hobby in a segment we like to appropriately call Hobby Happenings. Well, in support of this being Teacher Appreciation Week, Tops is helping with remote learning by offering everything from art tips to math lessons to spelling uh, using Tops baseball cards. Be sure to follow them across all their social media channels for fun ideas to keep your kids busy and out of your hair. Thanks, Tops. In other Tops news, and what should really come as no surprise to anyone, especially with all the conversation we're having about it here on GoGTS Live, the Tops Mike Trout Project 2020 card by artist Ben Baller has set the record for the year-long project so far. The Trout card shot the bar through the roof for all future cards, selling a whopping 34,950 <laughs> copies. For comparison, the next closest so far has sold 13,000 copies. There's, they're 20 bucks a piece, right? That's what I'm talking about. Ben Baller. 20, $20, $20 times. I mean, man, if you're tops and the person that came up with this idea, you're like, yeah, yeah. Bonus baby. Anyway, well, we can dive into that later. I've got an inside story on that. That's kind of funny, but carry on. Shopping for a 1986-87 Fleer basketball set uh, with every card graded in a PSA 10? Whoa. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're in luck. 
Hey, however, depending on what part of the country you live in, uh, it may actually be better to invest in a new house. Sports Collectors Daily reports that a set was listed on eBay with a buy it now price of $170,000. However, the listing has been removed by the seller and most likely brokered in a private sale. (laughs) Our friends at Cryptozoic Entertainment want us to remind you that they are currently running a sale on their line of these eye-catching DC Bombshell Noir Edition figures. These beauties sport a stylish gray color scheme inspired by the timeless look of film noir. In addition, the Wonder Woman movie collectible vinyl figure Noir Edition is also part of the sale on the Cryptozoic website. They're all available right now for just $19.99, which is $10 off the regular price. But act fast as this deal and or the product themselves may not last long. Well, when I attended the Topps Million Card Rip Party back in February, I met a young woman by the name of Emma Bassillari, who was a writer for Sports Illustrated and who had been invited to cover the event. Well, her article is now in print, although tweaked a bit from its original focus to bring in uh, the aspect of the surge in demand since the pandemic. Be sure to check out the full article online at SportsSI.com. But for now, here's a teaser video. I've personally watched my kids watch other kids unbox toys on camera, but Topps Baseball Cards claims to be the original unboxing company. For more on that, I'm joined by our Emma Bachelary. Now, Emma, uh, what is it about the, the baseball card industry right now that is allowing it to thrive? Yeah, I mean, you know, with a lot of people stuck at home looking for entertainment, especially looking for anything that has to do with sports at all. Um, in a sense, watching people open baseball cards is kind of the closest you can get to that in a lot of ways. You still have, you know, the element of surprise you get with sports in that you have no idea what's going to get pulled out. You have, you know, all of the players that you know and love. You get a chance to see them in a different form. Uh, And so because of that, a a lot of people who run channels who are, you know, breaking open boxes every day are seeing really big increases in viewership over the last couple of weeks. Is this just a collector's item enjoyability thing, or are people also looking to profit off baseball cards still? Yeah, there's definitely a mix of both. I think, you know, for a lot of people it is just, a hobby. This is a time when a lot of people are just looking for, you know, distractions and something fun, especially something like this that maybe, you know, reminds you of your, your childhood, something you've enjoyed for a long time. But there also is the fact that baseball cards can be a, a pretty serious alternative investment. And uh, this is something that a lot of people also look to as a way to, you know, spend money in a way that it's not going to lose its value, hopefully. Well, as they say, during a regular baseball season, the, the back of the baseball card doesn't tend to lie. Emma, appreciate your time as always. Yeah, thank you. One of the hobby's oldest jokes involves a wish for scratch and sniff stickers on cards. Well, Leaf has at least taken that joke and created a very new offering on their website, a scratch and dent section for their online store. Leaf will periodically offer flawed cards from their customer service department at heavily discounted prices instead of just destroying them. All sales will be final with no returns accepted, 
but hey, what a fun and not wasteful thing to do with some cards that may still have some cool demand for collectors. Yeah, you really can't beat Alvin Kamara autograph for 15 bucks, no matter what. Um, mm -hmm. Collectors that were hoping to see trading card sets featuring active college players will be disappointed with last week's NCAA report on mm -hmm. athlete compensation. Sports Collectors Daily reports that without a union, a group licensing deal seems off the table for the foreseeable future. Be sure to check out the very well-written article at sportscollectorsdaily.com for more details. The Jordan Rules, as we all know, was far more than a mere book title. It's really a true principle. It appears that that principle also applies to trading cards as well eBay reported an increase in sales of Michael Jordan rookie cards of 150% during the month of April after the airing of the ESPN film documentary, The Last Dance. Sports Collectors Daily reported that data analysts at eBay say the company sold more than 360 1986-87 Fleer Jordan rookie cards during the month of April, totaling over 1.5 million in sales and let's add some perspective. That's just the Michael Jordan rookie cards. Yeah. Can't imagine the overall data metrics on Jordan eBay searches. Oh, I know. That's so true. And that's a short and quick look at this week's hobby happenings. A um, couple quick notes. eBay set up an entire section of their website related to, to Jordan collectibles. And so... Yeah, the, the article went on to talk about the bump that they're seeing in searches for the star rookie uh, card and this, that, and the other thing. A couple pretty interesting uh, articles, as usual, on Sports Collectors Daily this week. Uh, so be sure to check out the NCAA article and for more metric data, that one on Jordan. That's very disappointing to me because, as you know, I was uh, one of the biggest proponents for current year college football players. Yeah, cards. I know. I was I, I was holding out hope for that as well, and looks like it's not going to happen. But maybe next year, yeah, right? You never know. Never know. Now I'm curious how many super short prints there are per per. Okay, well, I got a job to do. I got to go get that tweet out real quick. All right. And while he's doing that, it's time for a commercial break, a throwback commercial break from Post Serial. We'll be right back. Like baseball season's upon us. It's opening day, Paul. What you got in the bag here? Baseball, spike shoes? No, it's Post Alphabets. You get free baseball training cards on all the Post Serial packages. Well, how about that? There's six free trading cards right on the back of this box of Alphabets. You can get all the big stars, Paul. 200 different major league players. And I see where each card gives you a rundown on the player. They're fun to trade and collect. Why, well, I'd think so. Where are you playing today? We ain't playing, Paul. We're too little. But you said it was opening day. That's right. We're all going to open our post cereal boxes and eat and trade cards. <laughs> oh, that kind of open. <laughs> Folks, why don't you start your day a little bit better with ABC Delicious Post Alphabets and get your free baseball trading cards. I appreciate it, and good night. That's so cool. I, uh, I saw that on Sports Collectors Daily this week, and uh, remember, uh, 
that show so fondly watching reruns of that in syndication when I was a kid. Don't remember that commercial though. It probably aired when it was even before my time. So, but cool stuff. Little throwback Thursday action there. Uh, we have just a couple of products releasing next week, three in total. So let's detail them for you now. Starting off uh, hot in the shop this week is 2019 Leaf Perfect Game All-American Baseball Cards. Uh, eight autograph cards in every box featuring metal autographs along with very rare patch autos using the jerseys, caps, socks, and pants worn during the photo shoot for these cards plus for the first time the product will actually for this no for the first time excuse me will feature game worn jersey patches from the actual perfect game only 55 top draft prospects get invited to that every year so young players early prospecting opportunities only 114 total cases produced 15 boxes per case eight autos and again look for new quad patch autos as well as game worn jersey patches and game day autographs these are rare autograph variations of the cards handed out at the game each being serial numbered to five or less learn more about the perfect game itself by visiting gogts.net and clicking on the perfect game link also this week from TriStar, we have 2020 TriStar Best of All Time Memorabilia. Each case is going to deliver four premium autographed items live, uh, claiming very minimal redemptions. Only the absolutely largest pieces will be redemptions. So I wish not only did we have a picture of these items, but we had a picture of a giant box, because I want to see how big the box is that this comes in. If items like uh, signed basketballs, signed helmets, uh, jerseys are all being packed out. That said, some of the names include Michael Jordan autographs, Mickey Mantle autographs, Roger Maris autographs, Kobe Bryant autographs, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Ty Cobb, uh, and that's just a few off the top. Very limited, only 80 cases. We just said there's four items per case. That's only 320 items. So go to gogts.net to see a full list or a fuller list at the very least and do the math yourself on whether this makes sense to get into or not. I have a feeling it really does. Ooh, Pele. Didn't expect to see that. Sandy Koufax, Ted Williams, Arnold Palmer. I'm loving it. So that's 2020 TriStar Best of All Time Memorabilia this week. And last but not least is a product we said had a chance of releasing this week. Didn't happen. Sage Hit Premier Draft High Series football cards will release next week with 16 autograph cards in every box, as well as 16 hobby-exclusive parallels. As always, a heavy emphasis on skill position players uh, from the draft, including guys like Joe Burrow, Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool, whole bunch more. Plus, there's the opportunity to find signed jersey and or worn signed jerseys and or game worn memorabilia giveaways of top prospects, and next level signature cards featuring on card autos along with foil parallels. Also, Premier Draft Art Gallery subset, which we saw in low series, that continues as well. 
as the one of one art gallery sketch cards featuring original art of Gary Kazeel. This will be in stores next week. And that wraps up a look at Hot in the Shop. Um, things will be picking up over time, as we kind of told you um, during our live box break segment. Uh, definitely products getting back in the swing of things. Uh, even found out that Panini's going to resume product solicitations on May 18th. So oh, things are going. That'll be here before you know yep, it. Things will be starting to return a little bit more back to normal here very soon. Thank goodness. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, we have a video for you to check out while Ivan pulls the winners in a little throwback Thursday off the post edition when our own Russ Cohen had the opportunity to talk with number two overall NHL draft pick from 2015, Jack Eichel. Um, this interview was with him before the draft. Check it out, and we'll be right back to announce this evening's winners. Jack you, you, obviously, I don't know how much you read about everybody's projections, but you and Connor. But are you the best player going into the draft? I'm pretty confident in my own abilities. Uh, I know everyone's making a big deal that I, I said a comment like that. I don't think it was meant at all about. That wasn't me comparing myself to Connor or anything like that. It was more of me thinking that I'm the best player in the draft. It's more of just confidence in my own self. I don't, you know, I don't. I didn't really think it was going to be a, a big deal. It's, I thought that that was pretty confidential within the team. But, but Jack, why would that be a bad thing? I mean, isn't it good to be confident? Yeah, it is. Or... I don't think it's a bad thing at all. That's why I said I don't know why people are making a deal of it. Uh, you two got to know each other a little bit because I know before you hadn't really. Yeah, yeah, I spent, spent a little bit of time with him. Uh, yeah, he's a pretty good kid. I mean, um, he, wouldn't, he, wouldn't be, uh, he wouldn't be here and he wouldn't have accomplished everything he has if he, uh, he wasn't. So, um, yeah, I, you know, a lot of people made a big deal of the fact that we hadn't met before, so, um, you know, it's nice to finally meet him. What, what, do you make, what do you make of how the two of you have essentially been linked at the hip for, since, I don't know, forever? Yeah, we've, uh, it seems like we've been linked, linked together forever, but um, I guess that's that's part of it. Uh, you look at a lot of major sports, there's comparisons between athletes in every sport, so, um, you know, the media is going to compare two players in the majority of sports, and... Uh, it just so happens that we're being compared now. We're, I mean, we're in two different situations, playing in two different leagues from two different countries. So, is it fair? You know, uh, I don't think it's really up to me if it's fair or not. And it's, it's a comparison. I think it's good competition for the two of us. Do you enjoy, do you enjoy the rivalry, even though it's just getting started? Now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's good. Like I said, I think it's good competition. I think uh, those two of us are competitive, so um, we both want to be the best. In terms of that confidence, but when you're talking to Tim Murray and all the thought is, you know, that Buffalo is going to get McDavid, then you get him. Does it just feel natural to tell him, listen, I'm confident. I know who I am. I know that I am the best. Yeah, I want the teams to know I'm confident in myself and my abilities. What's it been like being here in Buffalo, considering it's likely this is where you'll end up? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Uh, just getting a feel for the city, um, meeting a lot of people. Obviously, everyone's really welcoming here um, with the likelihood of me coming to Buffalo. Uh, nothing set in stone. Jack, uh, Tim talked about how prepared you were for the interview. How much preparation did you actually do? I want to update the poll question really quick. Um, that was such a very cool interview with the young, younger Jack Eichel. Uh, updating the poll question, 197 people weighing in. And uh, the numbers sticking true, 72.6% wanting multiple boxes versus 
27.4% just wanting the one pricier box. I mean, it's just more fun, right? To you. <laughs> Would it's be to me. You know, would you pay $500 to go to a two-hour movie or $500 to go to Disneyland for 14 hours? You know? Yeah, well, I, knowing that I'm going to leave Disneyland in about two hours anyway, it's just it's not even a question. You're going to spend two hours in line for one ride. There's no way you're leaving after two hours. Yeah, that's why I'm Once never going to Disneyland again. Oh, I told my so kids once. Such a curmudgeon. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Disneyland. Oh, I thought it was awful. Except for you and probably my brother. Yeah, it's just... Now, I really, really do want to go to Universal Studios. But, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. When you're the dad of two girls, if it's like a law. You, like, have to take them to do the Disney princess makeover and eating with the characters at that one place. And we did all that. And it was great. Awesome memories. Never again. I only need it once. Um, I would go there five times a year if I could. Ugh. Yeah, I don't do but, lines. I mean, you know me. Well, here's the, here's the thing. I'm going to wager, based on where you live, that you either came at during the summer, during spring break, or during Christmas break? No, we were there in October. Oh, okay. Well, last time I was there was also during the off-season, and there was no lines. It was the off-season, but it was also pre-corona. So, But anyways, this isn't a show about Disney. Uh, until we get some of those stickers, those Frozen 2 stickers, I've seen, I've seen them. Somebody call Tracy. Um, but until we get those... I got a box a in about. here. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, hey, wait, then what are we... Well, let's stop announcing winners I think and let's go back and do I some think sticker it's actually, I think it's actually the first Frozen. They're my kids. They Ooh. didn't even open them. I wonder, I wonder what those are going for now. You know, so many have been opened. It would be great to see stickers, like, take off in popularity as far as, like, secondary market value. <laughs> All right, let's give some cards away. Uh, Twelve-inch personalized frozen birthday party stickers are selling for three ninety-nine. No, I want to see an actual box of stickers. Come on, eBay, you let me down. Oh, there's Olaf, uh, or Elof, as my kids call him. That said, again, this is not the show about my kids. It's not the show about Elof. It is the show about baseball cards, football cards, hockey cards, basketball cards, and even some entertainment cards. Uh, heck, we are giving away some Disney cards today, Rob. I forgot about that Avengers Endgame. Uh, so that said, we're going to start off with Onyx. You said that one lucky winner is going to get both hits. Yeah, basically the both basically hits. whatever was in this box they'll get. Gotcha. I'm always afraid to say a little too much because if I say the whole box and then they only get two hits and then they come back and yell at us for the 75 cent base card that we forgot to put in there because I said something, you thought something, blah blah blah. Either way, Browns fan two two one, you're going to be happy because you're going to get that basically that whole box. But how are you going to claim it, Browns fan 221 and the other 10 winners that we have coming up tonight? Well, you have to have been watching the show right now. You can't have gone away because you have to claim your prize. You claim your prize by emailing us at gogtslive at gogts.net. So it's the name of the show at the name of the website, .net. Email us your name, your real name, your mailing address, 
your fake Twitter name and what you want <laughs> so that we can match it up and put it all together really quickly. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that only two of the people that I'm going to announce tonight, maybe three, have their actual name. Uh, so BrownsFan221, you won the Onyx cards. Now switching gears to Upper Deck CHL, it's going to be randomized, two different winners. Uh, one is Pennywise, P-N-N-Y-W-S-E. The other one is J-U Laos 06. J-U Laos 06. Congratulations. I think that's a first time win for you. Thanks for watching our show. Uh, next up from Chaos, we've got two sets of random winners, and then we're going to have a third who gets to win that Abraham Lincoln one of one. The two sets of random winners are Robert McFerrin and the great Rubini. Two regular viewers, so I know you know how to claim prizes, right? Hopefully they're not on your naughty list, Rob. Uh, Robert McFerrin and DeGreat Rubini. And then the Abraham Lincoln one of one is going to RFOA Official. Congratulations, RFOA Official. Very exciting stuff there. All right, now we are going to the ice. We're going to the boards. We're going to the rink. We've got a couple great cards from Upper Deck Credentials, starting off with that purple credentials numbered to 10. Who was that of again? I didn't catch Nathan Sebastian. Nathan Sebastian. That's going to Asperger's Kids. Congratulations, Asperger's Kids. Thank you for watching. Hope you and the son enjoy that. Uh, and then the Through the Boards Acetate Youngbloods, Nick Suzuki, is going to Amelia403. Amelia403. Congratulations, Amelia, Amelia. I'm not sure which it is, but either way, congrats, and you are our winner. Uh, then we've got the Oliver Wallstrom autograph numbered to 299, who Glenn actually DM'd me in the middle of the show and said, they're saying in a few years he's going to be the next Ovechkin. Sounds a little like a Long Island long story, but hey, you never know. Well, that's going to Ricky Hedrick, 23. Congratulations, Ricky Hedrick, 23. And then finally, that Philip Zadina auto from that same product is going to Mike Yaufman. Congratulations, Mike Yaufman. All right. And then finally, we've got the Upper Deck Endgame Captain Marvel hit to give away. That beautiful full-color sketch card. That's going to AL Sports Cards. It's either AL Sports Cards or Alabama Sports Cards. I'm not sure which, but I hope you don't mind a little entertainment card as well because that's what you want. So there you go, 11 winners tonight. Who would have thought this deep into sheltering in place, sheltering at home, we would still have 11 winners on a show for people tuning in and getting all their new hobby news, notes, and nuggets from GoGTS Live. I, Pretty awesome, I think. I try. I actually am going to give myself a little pat on the back for uh, um, spacing, being prudent and spacing things out and making sure we had stuff to open. And again, thanks to Upper Deck and Historic Autographs uh, for keeping the pipeline open. And uh, thanks to James Gale behind the scene. Ivan, as always, great job. And uh, looking good, brother, but you got to let it grow now. It's going to get itchy. You it's going to so? get itchy. You don't want to see me. You don't want to see me keep it this way for a while. If you, I mean, if you want, just realize that the longer you keep it like that, the harder it's ever going to be to go back to hair because you're going to deal with this itchy period and you're going to be like, no, I can't deal with it. It's almost like you got to know that you just did it and you're growing it back and that's it. If you at all get used to it, 
Mm. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe that'll be the poll question for next week. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight, everybody. We really appreciate your support as always. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. In the meantime, you know what to be doing. Always be collecting. Good night and have a great weekend, everybody.